Yo, 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 it's the Love of the Game podcast. I'm your host, BK, with all the love. And the wait is finally over, man. The wait is finally over. The NBA is back. And I'm, I'm excited. Man, a lot of teams have a, a lot of unfinished business. I'm excited to watch. But uh, before I get into my new predictions for the NBA, after seeing some bubble play, I want to get to the NFL and uh, talk about the Pat Mahomes deal and what that means for the rest of the league and to particular Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' new deal is worth... $500 million over 10 years, and uh, I don't think we'll ever see a deal like that ever ever again, or maybe not for a long time. It's the rich deal in NFL history, and I think he deserved it and earned that contract. He, uh, he has a Super Bowl ring, and uh, some say he's ready to go to the Hall of Fame right now after f- only three years in the league. He's proven in the playoffs. All his wins co- uh, were come from behind victories, uh, and I believe he's the best quarterback in the league, and he's going to uh, definitely bring a title with that contract. That being said, there's tons of pressure on Pat Mahomes. I think uh, the pressure on him is unlike any other quarterback in the league. I feel like he could be the best quarterback to ever play. And he set up to do it. The offense is one of the fastest I've ever seen. And uh, the defense is only going to get better. And the AFC isn't that competitive as, as I see it right now. Isn't it, like, it isn't like the NFC. <clears throat> Andy Reid won't live out the contract of uh, Pat Mahomes. But he also has Andy Reid and he's a genius. On that sideline. Uh, his Super Bowl window right now is for the next, say, about the next four years. I say his Super Bowl window is open for about the next four years. And I think uh, he'll come away with two. I don't say he'll win all four, but I think he'll come away with two rings within the next four years. That means he will have three rings uh, within the first, what, six years of his of the league? And that, that's on pace to be the best ever, man. Tom Brady got six. That's all you got to be is Tom Brady out. Rings is the uh, the one thing people can't argue. That's that one thing people can't argue is rings. Once you got some stats and some rings to back it up, you you could argue best ever. And I think Pat Mahomes is uh, in this discussion to being the best ever. He's set up to do it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's the only person that can achieve that or is on, on the path. I also think Carson Wentz can be in the conversation if he wins about two more rings. And I also feel like Lamar Jackson could be in the conversation. He wins about two more rings. Lamar Jackson's career uh, has went almost exactly like Pat Mahomes, putting him in position for the half-billion-dollar deal. He has a good agent. Uh, he wasn't a starter at the beginning of the season of his rookie year. He won MVP the second year uh, with a playoff loss. But uh, this third year, well, I, don't, I don't know what he will do. Will he win a Super Bowl in this third season? My answer is no. I think Lamar needs to be a better thrower of the football to compete in the playoffs. He's extremely dynamic, but as you can see last year, the Titans were able to contain that explosion and made him a thrower of the football, and he kind of exposed Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson will get that Pat Mahomes contract, but um, he is, he's still a starter in the league, and he belongs on Baltimore. I don't see him leaving Baltimore anytime soon. And um, I hope Lamar Jackson doesn't run into the same problem that Dak Prescott has is going through right now with the Cowboys. That Prescott right now, I, before the Pat Mahomes deal, he was trying to, I think he was trying to maybe set the market, maybe be right there with, uh, with uh, Russell Wilson. And um, I don't think he's that guy. I think that Prescott is um, a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I think what he's earning right now is what he deserves. He's getting paid the franchise tender. And I think that's what he deserves, honestly. He won the division twice, and he has a playoff win. And uh, he took and and without without Zeke, they they weren't doing anything. <clears throat> he didn't achieve anything anywhere close to what Pat Mahomes achieved. 
He's more of a uh, he more achieved what closer to what Ryan Tannehill achieved, and Ryan Tannehill's contract is all right for what it is. You know what I mean, that shows love from the team, and he's locked up there. He's that core, he's the quarterback for the Titans. Ryan Tannehill has more more playoff wins than Dak, and uh, that's the kind of contract that Dak deserves. The Cowboys should pay him maybe a little bit more than market value to show that they love him and they want him to be the um, the quarterback for the Cowboys for the upcoming future. But um, he's he's he, I don't think he's the quarterback to get to be the highest paid quarterback. I don't think he was the guy to set the market like Pat Mahomes did. I don't even think he should be paid more than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was the MVP before the injury, and the Eagles um last year were led to the playoffs without a receiver over 500 yards. That's the definition of a franchise quarterback. He made bad weapons good. He made good weapons great. He made great weapons spectacular. Dak Prescott need, 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 needs this. He needs an offensive line. He needs two elite receivers. He needs Zeke. He needs a great defense. He needs everything to win. And and that's not what a franchise quarterback really is. But I, honest, I do think he is good, though. He is good. And I think the Cowboys should pay him because they look great. They look good. They look good. I would pay him just to show that I want him to be the quarterback of my team going forward. I think they look good. Even, but they got to pay everybody though. That's the problem with the Cowboys, right? For the Cowboys, you know I mean, if they want to stay competitive, I think they need to keep everybody together. It's not like the Eagles right now, where it's hey, we could throw a whole bunch of new receivers at Carson, and we know what we're gonna get. All right, so on to the NBA. The NBA is back, and I'm extremely excited to see how the season's gonna end. Um, I've been watching a couple of bubble games. I'm actually watching the Heat versus Nuggets right now. And the competition hasn't fell off a bit. The identity of the teams are still there. The defensive teams are still playing defense. Also, the teams are still trying to run, shooting a lot of threes. And um, we're, there's not really a... I don't think there's any any watered-down NBA play right now. Maybe over time we'll maybe see it. Maybe the, uh, there's, a little bit, there's a little bit of sloppy play, but it's still NBA basketball. It's still highly competitive, and uh, the players are still playing hard. I still think the Lakers will win the chip. But the late the Clippers ain't nothing to mess with, man. That last game they uh they only lost by a point, missing Lou Will and Montrez Harrell, two 18 point scorers for the Clippers. I don't know if the Lakers could keep up with the Clippers if they play hard and really try to play at a pace that the uh, Lakers can't keep up with. Then the defense intensity for the Clippers is always gonna be well isn't always there. Doc had to get in the ass the um against the Cl- the Lakers the other day to even start that comeback. But Paul George is going off. If if that Paul George uh. uh Arise for the seven game series with the Lakers. They got something. Um, they got something to hand to to handle, man. I don't know about the click the Lakers. I don't think it's a, a foregone conclusion. The only mismatch that I really see is Anthony Davis, who doesn't look like he lost a step in the lockdown. I was surpri- I was surprised. Uh, um, I was surprised that they only won by a point. I will not be surprised if the Lakers lose in the in the playoffs. Now, after seeing that, I don't think. Uh, I don't. The Lakers got to bring an energy that that maybe they don't have. I'm going to lock in my pick for the NBA champion when the playoffs starts, but um, I'm a little shaky on the Lakers now. Uh, for the eighth seed, I have the Blazers winning the eighth seed, and so far so good, baby. The clip, uh, the they played the Grizzlies, who are the current eighth seed, and they uh they won that matchup by five, and it was a great game to watch. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of scoring, a lot of uh, a lot of offense, and uh, it was great to see my favorite player, Carmelo Anthony, come on clutch in the fourth quarter. He had 21 points on seven of 10 shooting. 
People have been just disrespecting him. People have one day they want to sign a contract. Houston signed him for 10 days, let him go, and now he's balling. People have disrespecting my boy all year, and he's been nothing but doing nothing but shutting him up ever since he returned. I love seeing Carmelo Anthony play. I love seeing him in the post. He, he's, he's, a, he's a Hall of Famer for sure, and they were disrespecting him. And I'm, I'm happy that he's on a great team now. Damian Litter and CJ McCollum also had great games. They both had 30. And um, they need to improve a little bit on the defensive side. Uh, I know John Morant's a handful, but if they want to, if they want to, um, if they want to advance in the playoffs, they need to improve on defense in the backcourt. But don't sleep on the Blazers uh, for the eighth spot. The Lakers and Blazers first round—that will be something to watch. So the Pelicans were given the easiest route to the playoffs, having only playing, uh, having having only to play two. Playoff teams, the Clippers and the Grizzlies, and uh, the Grizzlies are the current eight seed. I thought New Orleans were uh, were possibly gonna be the eight seed, giving Trailblazers the most trouble. But um, after seeing the game, I don't know about that. I think uh, I think New Orleans is going to blow, blow this opportunity. They played Zion Williams in only 15 minutes last game. 15 minutes in a game where the Pelicans were getting layup after layup after layup in the paint. I don't understand the minute restriction. 15 minutes in the game where he was 6 for 8, fighting for the playoffs. It seems like you guys aren't playing, fighting for the playoffs. I expected to see more Zion. Lonzo also didn't have a good game. He he had about 5 points maybe, maybe made 2 shots. I've seen him miss a lot of clutch shots. Uh, it was a good game though. Brandon Ingram, he had the opportunity to uh, to win the game for 3 uh, on a good move too. He, he froze him, had a good pull-up move and everything. He just uh, it was just in and out. It was a really good shot. I thought I was gonna go in. Um, so I don't know if the New Orleans Pelicans are gonna make the playoffs. I don't know if they're trying to fight for that last spot. It seems like their agenda isn't playoffs. It seems like their agenda is to see what we got out there. Let's just go down there like we're the Spurs. Like we're just here to be here. You know what I mean? The NBA say to be here, so we're here. Doesn't seem like they're trying to fight for that uh last spot, even with the uh the easiest schedule. Well, maybe there's just one game, though. We'll see if they can turn it around. Let's see if uh, Zion plays more. Let's see. We'll, uh, we'll see. I think next game, we'll see what the Pelicans' heads at uh, with Zion Williamson's minute restriction. All right, so there's another a new segment I want to add into the, uh, the podcast. I want to call it uh, the Ticket Review, Moneyline, Moneyline Ticket Review. And uh, we're just going to go over my tickets so far of the bets I'll be making. And um, so far... In the bubble, I am 0-1-1. I had the, um, last night, I had the uh, Sacramento Kings beating the Spurs. I also had the um, the Phoenix Suns beating the Wizards. I had the Blazers beating the Grizzlies. And had the Mavericks beating the Rockets. And um, I lost that ticket. The Kings lost to the Spurs by 9. And the Mavericks lost to the Rockets by 4. But, um... From what I've seen, though, from the Rockets game with the Dallas Mavericks, the um, Rockets got Rockets got to do something about bigs. I mean, Boban Brianovic is grabbing rebounds over people's heads like they like they were little boys out there. They got they got a problem with the bigs. The three point shot really saved them last night. James Harden going off, and um, that's the thing. That's why I think Harden uh, the Rockets will be a wild card because Harden, the, the problem with Houston was Harden was tired by the time playoffs start, but he got four minutes break, I mean a four-month break, so see if Harden could keep it up. But Harden had to drop damn near 50 for them to win that game. 
can you keep this up for the whole bubble? Uh, well, Russ did Russ did all right last night, but he needs to play better. And I just I just don't know if they could overcome that problem with the bigs down there. The Blazers already talked about them. They won their game against the Grizzlies. They needed to win that. They they really want a playoff spot. They're really seriously fighting for a playoff spot. The Kings and Spurs they're just out here. Uh, Darren Fox went off. He uh he had thirty nine. He damn near had forty. He almost he was carrying the Kings, but uh he's just not enough. The Kings need to are in a rebuild stage. And uh the Suns and Wizards are also down here just for no reason, really, honestly. And uh that was a good game to watch. Devin Booker caught a body. He caught a body in the Wizards game. If you go check out the highlights, he took like two dribbles, jumped up, one hand, bang. It was a great highlight. Let's sneak in a little bit of uh, Nick talk before I talk about my tickets for today. <clears throat> the Knicks have finally hired Tom Thibodeau, and uh, I'm slightly excited for this pick, man. Uh, I'm not too sure what what we're gonna get. Uh, in in Minnesota, they were they were a horrible team, and he came there and turned it around in two years. He also uh, had a winning record all all them years with the Bulls, five years with the Bulls. They made the playoffs every time, but they also had the youngest MVP ever in Derrick Rose. And I'm not too sure what Tom Thibodeau would do with the Knicks. I know we're getting a defensive-minded coach. We're hopefully we'll be better on defense. Um, hopefully we can space the floor on offense. Get R.J. Barrett some um, some floor time, some floor some floor, some floor space. And hopefully we could do something this upcoming year, man. I miss Nick basketball, man. Watching all these bubble games and sh- uh, man, I'm, I miss watching the Knicks. I miss watching my team really play. And as like I said, it hasn't happened for seven years, but it really could be competitive, man. It's been a long time, so I hope Tim. I hope he is the guy, but I don't think he's the. I just don't think he's the guy because of what happened in Minnesota. All these young players, they supposedly didn't like how he was running. They didn't like practice every day. They didn't like pressing hard, and uh, J- Jimmy Butler couldn't get them to think that. So maybe it was the players and wasn't and wasn't Tibbs. But uh, let's. See. We don't have a Jimmy Butler here. We don't have a Jimmy Butler here that's gonna try and get the guys online. I mean, I feel like it's going to be either with them, with Tibbs, or without, or against Tibbs. And I hope he doesn't create that in the locker room because he'll be fired in the next two years. And then we'll be looking for a new coach again, and the cycle will start all over again for the Knicks. All over again. I don't want to talk too much draft. I have a little episode about that. But I hope we get LaMelo Ball, man. I hope we get LaMelo Ball, and I hope the he can coach LaMelo. I hope, I hope, I hope he's the coach for LaMelo. Or whoever we get in the draft, honestly. I just I hope that just he doesn't it doesn't turn into team against the coach. You know what I mean? Because then you'll see it you'll see it in the record and we'll be out here again looking for a new coach. I thought Fizdo was the guy, honestly. I thought he was the, gonna be the guy. So maybe what I know isn't maybe what my opinion on coaching isn't really what is it is. So hope Tibbs the guy, man. But I don't I don't I don't I don't think so. I'm excited for the the lottery coming up August twentieth. Finally really get to see who we're gonna pick. We we'll really get to know who we're gonna pick. Uh, we'll know. Uh, we'll know who we're really gonna get after the lottery. I mean, it ain't, ain't, ain't it's really about six guys in this draft, and they're gonna go in order, I think, uh, depending on the team. Depending on the team, like if if, if the Golden State goes first, you know they getting they're going big. So we'll, I'm excited for the lottery. We'll see how that goes, man. But I'm I'm low. Slightly excited for Tibbs because his record speaks for itself. So, well, I just don't know if he can be able to mesh with our locker room. 
I'm slightly excited. We'll see how it goes. Um, and I, ho- I hope he's the guy, though, man. I really do. I really do. I want to see my Knicks win, man. I want to see us in the playoffs. I I want to I want to see RJ be. I see. I say it all the time. He's the future MVP, and he can be, man. He really can be. He really can be. He would have averaged twenty last year if he had some free throws. He would have averaged twenty. Well, that would have been a hell of a, that would have been rookie of the year stuff right there, man. If he had some free throws. So let's see if Tibbs could get get the team together. I want to see what he does with Kevin Knox too. Kevin Knox out here looking like a bum, man. I was high on him last year. Now I I don't know about him anymore, man. I really don't. I'll give him this season coming up, and then after that, he might be have to hit the door. Might have to go. I'm high on Frank. I want to see what 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 a defensive minded point guard does with a defensive minded coach. I think Frank is a a piece that Tibbs is gonna want. I think he's the kind of player that uh, Tibbs is looking for. Uh, Frank Nealkina. So let's hope he can elevate his game. And I want to see Dennis Smith Jr. do something too, man. I want to see him. I want to see him improve. Um, and if not, if not, get him out of town. Let's flip him for something. I mean, let's let's not play around with this guy's career. He if it's not New York, then let's get uh, let's put him somewhere where he could probably be successful. Because I like him as a player. You know what I mean, I'm excited for the I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for the lottery. I'm excited for Nick basketball, man. We gotta get back on track, man. We gotta get back on track. And for today's ticket. I have uh, the Miami Heat over the Nuggets. That that's a game that's gonna be highly defense, uh, a lot of defense. Um, we'll see how that goes. Right now, it's really really defensive. Um, they're starting to open up a little bit. We'll see how that goes. I also have the Lakers over the Raptors. Uh, I think the Lakers just have too much star power for the Raptors. The Raptors just have Pascal for real, but they also have a great coach. So we'll see how that. I feel like it's gonna be a good game. I feel like the Raptors, uh, the Lakers, are gonna win that. I had the Thunder over the Jazz. Um, this is a little playoff preview, could be. Um, I had the Thunder winning that just because uh, I think Chris Paul is a better point guard than Mike Conley. Uh, I think he runs that team better. I think that just they just they're more efficient system than um, the Jazz on offense. Even though the Jazz do have a great defense, I think the um, the offense of Oklahoma City overpowers that defense um i also have i also have the clippers over the pelicans like i said i'm not too sure what the pelicans are trying to do i don't know if the pelicans want to make the playoffs or they're just out here trying to be the like the spurs and the the, the Suns, and we're just out here playing because we have to uh because we want to i'm not too sure not too sure what their agenda is. So I'm not betting on them until I see Zion play maybe more than 15 minutes. Because they have an explosive offense. And they play good defense when, when they when they lock in. So uh, I'm, I, I, I got the Clippers on that just because I'm not too sure what, um, what the Pelicans are trying to do. And the Clippers are nice. Once the Clippers lock in and really start to play hard, that's, that's the thing with the Clippers is effort. Once they bring that effort, they can play with anybody. Saw the other night against the Lakers. All right, so that's it for this uh this episode. I am your host BK. Well, I love. Thanks for all tuning in. I know it was a short episode. Don't have much to talk about right now with sports being down. Um. But tune in next episode. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some stuff for you guys, man. All right, peace.